energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. You know, life has never looked so uncertain as it does right now. Across the U.S., people are being paralyzed into indecision, humming and hawing about everything. Feeling flustered and shutting down. Avoiding that issue. The money one. But bleak as it might look, there may be a silver or even a gold lining. If you work for years before COVID, you could have a 401k sitting around gathering dust or even an old IRA we could help with. Working for your old company when it could be working for you. We're not talking peanuts either. Some plans have thousands of dollars in them. To find out more about unlocking your hidden treasure, call the team at Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. And if that's not incentive enough, Noble Gold is giving away the U.S. Mint's own solid silver 5-ounce $1 Apollo 11 moon landing coin with each qualifying gold or silver IRA. So it's worth jumping on the phone and calling 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? Hey, thank you for joining us. I have a special guest with me tonight, John Melanella. He's a a former police officer, and I think this would be a great time to bring John on and talk about what's happening across the nation and how police officers are reacting to how the left is trying to take them out. Hey, John, thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me, Will. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely awesome. And everyone already knows who Jay is. So <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> You're just Jay. All right. Well, cool. Hey, happy fourth to uh, both of you gentlemen, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Happy fourth to you as well. Yeah. You know what? I love this country and I'm thankful to be in this country and happy birthday, America. God bless America. Uh, there's a whole bunch of videos out there right now where the left, they are upset because people were saying God bless America because people were waving the American flag because people are acknowledging how great and wonderful this country is. It would be a lot better if we didn't have all the leftists in it, but it is what it is. Right. So, I mean, so, but, but anyways, uh, John, uh, one of the things that uh, I would like to talk to you about is that um, I live in Texas now. I used to live in California. And when I was in California, I had a lot of police officers. I would communicate with them and I would ask them the question. And this was this was like last year and even a year before that. And even when I was living in California, I would constantly ask the question. Why do police officers continue to uh, support the left? 
knowing that the left is trying is doing everything to demonize them. And a lot of police officers would go and say, well, you know what? We take pride in being neutral. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. But now I'm in Texas and I just here recently talked to a police officer. He wasn't in uniform. I've seen him in uniform before. And he actually stopped me in the grocery store. This police officer did. And I'm talking to him and uh, I get the conversation with him and I ask him the same question. And he said, you know what? Because I said, how, how police officers remain to be neutral? Because, you know, they take pride in being neutral, even though people don't like them and stuff, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he said, now what they're doing, the left, they've taken it to that extra step. He said, there's police officers throughout the entire country, including him, that have put their papers in for retirement. So I guess my question to you is, what do you what are you hearing as an ex-police officer? And you still communicate with those that are still law enforcement. What are you hearing throughout the country about police officers? And have you heard the same thing or something similar to police officers are like, you know what? I'm done. If they're going to do this and my hands are tied, I'm done. Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I just was talking to a, a few police officers down my way just a couple days ago. And they're getting ready to put their papers in. They got their 20 plus years in and uh, they just they just can't wait. I still talk to people from my old my old job. And, you know, uh, I got two years left. I can't wait. I got five years left. I can't wait. Um, I think a lot of police officers kind of go along or have gone along with the program because, you know, they're following orders They're They don't want to rock the boat. Uh, I mean, justice is supposed to be blind. Right. So we, we're not supposed to have that opinion. And and. I get that. But I think to answer the first part of your question, why do a lot of police officers go along um, with the nonsensical, you know, lunacy of the left? Um, and why do they keep supporting the left, left's policies? Besides the fact that, you know, you're, you're kind of following orders and, and you don't want to get yourself jammed up. There's that component. But it, it's kind of the same things that I've heard you speak about um, in the last few weeks with, with the black community. Why does the black community having you have to know that the Democratic Party has been the worst thing that's ever happened to the black community. And yet you have the black community by and large still, still following them. I think it's the same mindset. Um, I can remember when I was still on the job, I had a conversation with an individual that was on, on the job with me and he was more leaning towards supporting Democrats. And he actually came up to me and he said to me, the haves should give to the have nots. And I said, why? And he said, because that's the way it should be. I says, are you a Marxist? He says, no, I'm not a Marxist. He knew enough to understand that Marxist was a pejorative. I says, well, I think you are. And I said to him, to those according to their needs, from those according to their abilities. And he wasn't understanding what that meant. And I said, well, that means the haves should give to the have-nots. That's what you say you subscribe to. And he goes, yes. I says, well, do you know who wrote, who wrote that? He says, no. I said, that would be Karl Marx and the Communist Manifesto. So, in fact, you are a Marxist if you believe that. So they, they I think it just goes to a level of lack of history, understanding of history, lack of education. And you feel like you've got a virtual signal, you know, and you feel like you've got to be that person to show everybody else how much you care about everybody. And I care about this person. And I care about that person. So I'm going to tell everybody that I think we should just give people things. Nobody should give anybody to anything to anybody. I agree with that. You yeah. know, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. I, I was just going to say, you know, uh, I think that's pretty much uh, the same in the in the black community as well, because 
one of the things that uh, I, I do know that most families that are together, they are, you know, basically conservative because they don't believe in abortion. They don't believe in same sex marriage. They don't believe in sick men being in the same bathroom as little girls. But yet they're being they're being brainwashed to think that the somehow out of the hundred and 80 years that the uh, Democrat Party has been around, that they somehow care for them. I, I had equated equated this to uh, to having an abusive boyfriend beat the crap out of you all the time, and every two to four years he say, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop beating you now," and, and, and they still do that. And, I mean, that's that's the same thing. When you support the Democrat Party, the Democrat Party is gonna uh, going to promise you the world, but yet they're gonna continue to do the uh, the same evil things that they've done from from their very first uh beginning it's like it's in their nature right it's like it's in their nature it's like they don't know what else to do and because president trump came along and president trump is waking people up to where they've never thought about politics and thought about the state of america until president trump and now that president trump looks like he's extreme to the left because he we're all accustomed to it the Republicans would try to do X, Y, Z, and the Democrats would just kick and scream like little tyrants. And then the Democrats would get what they want, because for the most part, these Republicans would just roll over and give them what they want. We see it time and time again. That's the very that's one of the reasons right now why America is in the same in the position that it's in right now, because not enough Republicans stood up against these tyrannical Democrats. And now and now the left, they feel and it's a feeling for them. Yeah. They feel that they have to be more progressive in their way um trying to tear down this country. I mean, to give an example, like right now, they're looking to they, they, yesterday, 4th of July, they're burning the flag that made it possible for them to have the freedoms that they have. I mean, just think about that, how stupid these people are. And, and they're burning the one flag on the planet that has given man more freedoms than any other flag, any representation of another flag, whatever it is. This one flag has given us more freedoms as far as man's go. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. As far as a country, this flag, the American flag, and they and they and they've gone to the extent to burning it. And see that the show that goes goes to show. Even Crappernick was he was taking a knee to the flag. It had nothing to do with police no, brutality. No. He just wrapped it up into that. It yes. was against the national anthem, which we could talk about the national anthem as well. And now they're trying to do like they want to have the black national anthem at the schools. But I digress. Let, let, I want to talk a little bit more about police officers because right now. In um, I think in New York City, in New York City, can you see this? New yeah. York City shooting soared two hundred and five percent after NYPD closes anti crime unit. This is absolutely crazy. So what happened that they defunded one billion dollars from the good men and women in blue in New York City, and after they defunded them. One billion dollars. They had to close down these crime units. So now you have 200 percent of the violence, the shooting increasing inside of New York City. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is 100 percent ridiculous. What 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 is, what was what is your response to that, John? And if you were still on the police force and let's just say you were in New York, what was what would be your response to this? 
Well, my response to it, especially if I was in authority in the police department, is I would swear a warrant out for the arrest of Mayor de Blasio for violating his oath of office. Exactly. I would walk in there myself as commissioner and put handcuffs on him. Um, I mean, this guy's a complete, utter moron. He actually was proud that his daughter was arrested and she was arrested for throwing stones at police officers. That's something to be really proud of, Mayor de Blasio. If you're listening, you are a complete, utter moron. And I would tell you to your face if I was in front of you. So that's the first thing I would do. Um, they, they make this sound as though there's this systemic racism within the police department that we're just kicking in doors of black people and just shooting them while they're watching television. The idea that they've been able to sell that successfully to a group of people, um, a segment of our population, it, between that and between the media. I mean, you've got you've got Don Lemon sitting there a couple weeks ago, 10 days ago. He said um, that if you grew up white in this country, there's no way you cannot possibly be racist. You have to be racist if you grew up white in this country. Meanwhile, the guy's dating a white guy. So is his boyfriend racist? I, I don't actually. Actually, yeah, I think he married the guy. I think yeah. he married the guy. They, okay, so. they, yeah, their political correct term is that they they have some type of marriage together. And the reason yeah, why it's, exactly. like, it's not yeah. a marriage because God does not see it as a marriage. Right, right. exactly right. But, I mean, these people are, are, are all insane. And this is really, in my estimation, and, well, I think I sent you something a couple days back um, from G. Edward Griffin. He talks about communism, and this is exactly right to the point. They divide us between race, between uh, economic, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, differences and whatnot. And they, they want to do this and keep us this way while we're fighting each other. They're systematically taking over little by little. And I think it proves wholeheartedly that Joe McCarthy back, you know, Senator McCarthy was 100 percent right back in the day. They, they called him crazy. I mean, this is what this is a comment. We're skipping socialism. We're going right to communism. Yep. And you know what? Um they, they talk about we need to make certain changes. And it's, uh, listen, there's always room for improvement in any walk of life. Don't get me wrong. But you go back to the 90s when Giuliani was, was mayor. I mean, they implemented something what they call broken windows, which really focused on your, your little quality of life issues. You know, you, sm- you focus on the small crimes and the quality of life issues. You know, it, it just it, it works towards not even getting to the big crimes. You know, it, it, it changes the, the, the mindset of the community. And it, it gives more respect for one another, for, for law enforcement. This is mayhem. When you when you can pour water on a cop and nothing happens to you, when you can just walk up to a police officer who's sitting in his patrol car and shoot them, and somehow you're 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 put on a pedestal for doing this. I mean, yeah, you're, it's like you're, they're justifying your criminal activity, and that's why I'm constantly saying that is demonic spirits. We're seeing a spiritual realm take over the minds of these people. And people are giving in to these demonic spirits. And and it goes to the highest level even, right? You have these politicians that are, like, complicit with it. They find, even in the media, they find it okay for people to go out and riot, to burn down businesses, black-owned businesses, how they say they're fighting for the black injustice, right? But they're burning down black businesses. They're burning down vehicles, police vehicles, attacking police officers. They, We are at war in this country. Yeah. We're in the second civil war in yeah. this country. And that's, what, that's exactly what we're, what was what is taking place. ABC, when I was in Pennsylvania at the Trump rally, ABC came along. Uh, yeah, it was ABC or CBS. I can't remember the Alphabet Network Soup Group. One, they came up to me and asked a question. 
do I believe that we're in the, going to head it for a second civil war? And I straight up said, yes. Do you know they took that and made it a hit piece and tried to discredit and make me look like I was discredited? I'm the only black guy that they got in that video. But now how, if you if, if people are not acknowledging that we're in the second civil war and it's like Jay says, if you don't understand it, you're just going to be a casualty. You know, if you work for a company for years before COVID came along and they let you go, you might have left some treasure behind. Your old 401 or IRA could be worth thousands and it's still working for the firm, not you. So if you're a bit uncertain about what the future holds right now, you should call the team at Noble Gold, 877-646-5347. And if that's not sensitive enough, with each qualified IRA, you'll get a solid silver five ounce Apollo coin free. So it's worth jumping on the phone right now and calling 877-646-5347. That is 877-646-5347. Yes. to what's going well, on and, and you're right and i'll tell you this um here's where the disconnect comes from the right see we are in a civil war the left knows it the right hasn't quite figured it out yet by and large yeah, i and, agree and the left is playing by absolutely no rules and we're expected to play by the marcus yep. of Kingsbury rules yeah so let me let me give you an analogy yep. that, that i've been using to, to try to open people's eyes to this jay if you and i are in a boxing match and unbeknownst to me the referee is on your side, and every time I throw a punch and hit you in the face, I get a point deducted from me, and every time you hit me below the belt, nothing happens. The only way for me to win that fight is to knock out the referee. That's where yes. we're at. Yes. That's true. That's exactly where we're at right now. And That's true. You know, so, you, let me, so let me ask you, John, so in this case, who would you consider to be the referee? Um, de Blasio, Murphy, your Democratic Congress, um, uh, New would you, New and would you the, include would you include the the media in in that as well? The media, Soros, Obama, the Clintons, the whole lot of these people. The they're, deep they're, state, yes. The deep state. I mean, Fauci is another one. Bill Gates. Yeah. I mean, the, all these people. They're all. They know what they're doing. Listen, this is all by design. Uh, this whole pan- pandemic, as I call it, this wasn't a pandemic at all until Bill Gates donated a hundred million dollars to the WHO. Then all of a sudden, it became a, a, a pandemic. Yep. Uh, of a virus that has a cure rate of somewhere like 99.8%. And we've closed an entire globe down because of it. And and the, the seasonal flu numbers are actually higher than the numbers for COVID. And we've got people that are so terrified. They're walking around with masks. They're yelling at people who don't have masks. I, I'm, I'm, it's like we're in zombie land here. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what? So, I, let me let me change it up a little bit. And you're okay riding with us here, John, right? Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to change it up a little bit because I want to bring up the whole how CNN is pushing this whole race war. And a lot of people, a lot of, I get a lot of liberals trying to say that it's, it doesn't take place. It's not happening. Uh, they're, they're the ones who's fighting for all of the people, black people, brown people, uh, what have you, minorities. They say these things, right? That That's what they say. But they're the ones, and I and I constantly say that they are the ones who's constantly pushing the racial division. If we if we had if we could get rid of the whole leftist democratic ideology, we would remove ourselves from the racial issues. Mm-hmm. Straight up, straight up, we, it would be gone. We wouldn't have the issue any longer. It's the left that keeping it that's keeping it alive. So here's a video clip, and I'm pretty sure, I don't know if you've seen this, but this is them talking about President Trump being at Mount Rushmore. And they're, all of a sudden, now President Trump is standing in front of 
some uh, slave uh, masters, some slave owners. And I mean, where were they at when Obama was in office? And all of a sudden now this is an issue. It, this is them just pushing the whole racial division. Kicking off the Independence Day weekend, President Trump will be at uh, Mount Rushmore, where he'll be standing in front of a monument of two slave owners and on land wrestled away from Native Americans, told that uh, be focusing on the effort to, quote, tear down our country's history. Man, that's, that's sick. All right, Lila Santiago. With that report, thank you so much. And he he just lets it go. He just yeah. lets it slide. I mean, because he, they're they're all on this, they're all on that same agenda. Will that's the reason why they let it slide? I mean, it, it one of the things that me and John was talking about uh, before we came on air is you know the person that want to continue to scream out racism. Guess what? That's the racist right there. Mm-hmm. I can't understand the reason why people are so touchy-feely that they can't see what, what facts are. When you have a person all the time that wanted to talk about there's a racist right there. Oh, no, no, no. There's a racist right there. No, both of them are racist. Guess what? That person is pointing them out. It's a racist. <laughs> exactly. Why we have so many snowflakes out here that are so butthurt when they hear somebody say something wrong. What racists have ever stopped them from doing anything except for the fact of them not going to school and getting an education? What racist stopped them from going to get them an education or some type of uh, 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 learning of something of some sort for them to su- succeed? They live in the greatest country in the world. And because they don't know that, they're never going to experience what success is really about. About. Well, and you know what, Jay? It's it's the left needs to keep the black community in victimhood. That's their power. If every black person's a victim and they're owed something, they're never going to get lift themselves up from from the bootstraps and, and succeed, right? I mean, that's that's just no, John. John, yeah. you're absolutely right, and you have a lot of black people that know this, yes, yep. and they still go right along with it because they have there's something going on up here. I'm telling you, there's something going on up here, and there's something going on with inside themselves, yep. inside their heart. They know what they're doing, they know what they're supporting, and yet they still go right along with it. And 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 at first, when I was like, "Why are they doing this? Why are people doing this?" When they know the truth, it's because of the spiritual battle. We are living in the end times. I don't know how else to explain it. Now, do do I want to be correct in that? Absolutely not. And I tell Jay all the time, I want to be selfish. I want to grow old. I want to become a grandfather. I want to have my grandkids come over, sugar them up, and send them home. I want to be selfish. That is me being selfish. I don't want all of this. I want to have a longevity. I want what other people had in the past. But we have the left that is working hand in hand with Satan right now today to destroy this country because this country is the last country between going over to a one world globalist system yep. and staying a sovereign nation, a sovereign nation. We're the last one. <clears throat> Every other country on the planet is complicit with it. They're right. They're right there with it. And that's why many years ago they took over the education system because yep. they needed to dumb people down. Right. So let, let's look at a couple of facts that, that pertain to what we're talking about. I've seen black congresswomen put posts out on Facebook that we're going to get what's owed to us. We're going to get our reparations. I actually responded to a post and I said 640,000 Americans died to free to end slavery. I said reparations paid. Knock it off. I mean, what what do I owe anybody? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm first American. This as well, John. 
Think about this as well. Most of these people are talk that talk that's talking about that their old reparations are already millionaires. That uh, you got Maxine Waters, a millionaire. You talk you talking about uh, Sheila Jack- Jackson Lee, whatever her name is, yeah. a millionaire. You have all these basketball stars, all these football stars talking about how we're owed this uh, reparations and stuff like that. They're already millionaires, so it's not about the money. It's about their greed. It's about their pride. That's all it's about. That's it. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know what? That and and also when they t- when they scream at reparations, they do that because they want to have division. They want to they want they want people to look at white people and have white and have it in their mind that white people owe them something. I'm a I'm a black man. White people don't owe me nothing. Agreed. I'm serious. Nothing. The only the only if white people decide to donate is because they like what we're doing here. If people want to buy my T-shirts, they like because what we're doing here. They mm-hmm. like the information that we're relaying. They like the fight that we're engaged in. But white people don't owe me nothing. Zero. And then you have these black people out there marching around. And they, they were marching around this past weekend or just yesterday. And, they, and they're screaming. They're talking about they want white people to pay reparations. Which white people are they talking about? Are they talking about the, the white Republicans that wanted them to be free? Or are they talking about the white Democrats that even to this day, that's the one enslaved them? That's why you see when you see white people holding the BLM sign, the Black Lives Matter, those are the same people that's convincing black people to stay on that virtual plantation. Those are the same people convincing black people that you can't do for yourself. So you need me a white liberal to come tell you that your life matters be as if you didn't know that in the first place. Now I want to play this other clip that I have for us. This, this is enough. This is another one talking about rush Mount, uh, Mount Rushmore, how the liberal CNN is fake news and how they're constantly trying to make everyone believe. Now all of a sudden we need to tear down Mount Rushmore. This is them sticking a stick into the beehive to make it worse. This is all it is. Me now is Illinois Senator Tammy Duckworth, a former Army lieutenant colonel who served as a helicopter pilot in Iraq. Senator, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, President Trump gave a speech at Mount Rushmore Friday night. He talked about the importance of preserving historical monuments. Take a listen. Our nation is witnessing a merciless campaign to wipe out our history defame our heroes, erase our values, and indoctrinate our children. Senator, I know that you support changing the name of military bases named after Confederate leaders, but there are leaders like George Washington and Thomas Jefferson who were slave owners, and some people are demanding that their monuments come down too. So in your view, where does it end? Should statues, for example, of George Washington come down? Well, let me just say that we should start off by having a national dialogue on it um, at some point. But right now, we're in the middle of a global pandemic, and our one of our ally, uh, one of our um, uh, countries that are opposed to us, Russia, has put a bounty on American troops' heads. What really struck me about the speech that the president gave at Mount Rushmore was that he spent more time uh, worried about uh, honoring dead Confederates. Then he did talking about the lives of our America, the 130,000 Americans who lost their lives to COVID-19, or um, by warning Russia off of the bounty they're putting on Americans' heads. I mean, his his priorities are all wrong here. You know, I mean, they're sitting there talking about President Trump's priorities are wrong, right? And they're talking about President Trump is bringing more information to the Confederates, right? He's more concerned about them. 
President Trump is trying to keep our history intact. He's already said that we need to keep our history where it is in place so that way we do not repeat it. So it's not lost. The Democrats, they want to erase the history so that way they can implement the same tyranny, the tyranny that they did in the past to yep. the American people. Well, they, they want to erase the history because they know that they were responsible for all of this and they don't want anybody knowing that. That's yes. That is correct. But, you know, you know, while what it, here, you know, here's another thing, too. They know that because President Trump is getting out and getting uh, getting uh, getting the uh, rallies and everything done, they want to downplay that because they want they want everybody to think, well, hey, keep your mind, keep your mind on this sickness. Keep your mind on this pandemic. Keep your mind on everything else. But don't keep your mind on the fact that President Trump is still holding this country together. That's what they want. That's what they want done. They don't want people to understand that uh, that what the Democrats are doing are still doing the same things that they did when they created the, uh, the KKK. Yes. The KKK was their their sole mission was to keep fear in the black community so that they so that they will not go out and vote. Exactly. What, why, well, you know what? Why did they start right now during the election year to do all the fear the fear mongering that they're doing right now? Yeah, you know what, Jay? Same thing they've been doing throughout history. And that's the reason why they don't want people to know about history. And let let me say this. Let me say this. Not only did they use the KKK to intimidate black people to try to get them to stay on a Democrat plantation, but they also did it to white people. Yes. See, they don't want it. They don't want to include that either. You, You don't hear anybody, the left, especially the left, talking about how white people helped black people and those white people were Republicans. They don't want to talk about that. They want to leave that out. So what happened is right after the Civil War, when black people got the ability to vote, they were intimidating both white and black people to try to force them to vote Democrat. And then when they found out that they were not going to vote Democrat, they were killing them. They were killing them. And today you still have black people and white people still trying to force people to vote Democrat. That's why you have to worry about all this whole, this whole ballot harvesting and them sending in ballots because they're still up to the same tactics. Well, yeah. You say something, John, then we'll play the rest of this clip. Yeah. You know, real quick, um, th- this woman's talking about, you know, uh, Confederate history and, and erasing everything that we just finished speaking about. And meanwhile, people in their own party are making pretend they're American Indians Irish people are making pretend they're Hispanics in your in your own state. Well, I mean, these people are, are all insane. I mean, you, you got you got a a three hundred year old communist trying for, to run for president who who can't even you know uh, figure out what ends up. You got a guy who's running for president who's got dementia. I, I mean, you can't. This is like a, a, a like a bad B movie. You know, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and I like how you threw Pocahontas in there without saying it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let, let's listen to the rest of this because this is crazy. This is CNN trying their darndest to divide the country even more. And now they're using the Indian community. He should be talking about what we're going to do to overcome this pandemic. What are we going to do to push Russia back? And instead, so, he had no time for that. He spent all his time talking about dead traitors. So that might be, be true, but... George Washington, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody would call him a traitor. And there are mm-hmm. moves by some to remove uh, statues of him. Is that a good idea? 
I think we should listen to the, everybody. I think we should listen to to the argument there. But remember that the president at Mount Rushmore was standing on ground that was stolen from Native Americans who had actually oh been given God. that land during a treaty. Um, and again, let's talk about the greater context of where we are in our country right now. We should be talking about the fact that COVID-19 is experiencing a resurgence. And both this president and the man he put in charge of the uh, pandemic response team, um, the vice president, have both failed miserably at their jobs. I, I'm more worried about the 130,000 uh, who have lost their lives recently and the thousands and thousands more Americans who are currently sick than I am about uh, you know, the, our historical past. We need to talk about what we're doing now to bring this country off of the brink of chaos that it's in. This is, see, this, I mean, dude, right there, right there. They don't care about their past, right? They want to do away with the past. They want to do away with the history. Yes. The, the the statues, she she's she's in favor of doing the statues. She didn't come out and say, no, you know what, we don't need to uh, tear down our history. They're all wanting to tear down our history. They all want to get rid of anything that remind us of what they did to the American people in the past. Yep, that's exactly right. And, and they don't even, they distort history. They distort the meaning. You know, if you only hear certain things on the surface that could potentially sound horrifying, but then you don't look at the underlying um, uh, actuality of things, then, of course, you're going to see things in a bad light. Like, uh, as an example, one of the things you've heard over the years that the left always harps on is the, uh, the three-fifth clause. You know, black people were considered three-fifths of a person. Yes. Right? All right. Well, if you only hear it from that perspective, that's kind of horrible. But if you understand what was really being done there, that was done to end slavery. And it was done to prevent the, the South from obtaining more representatives in Congress and getting them a, a, a higher vote. That's why that was done, because they wanted to count slaves that they consider property as people for the purpose of gaining representation. And the North said, no, we're not going to do that. If, if you're going to do that, then we're going to count our dogs and our cats, our property for the purpose of gaining numbers. And the compromise was. Every black person who was a slave would be considered three-fifths of a person, which lowered the numbers of representation. And that was what allowed the 13th Amendment to pass. Had it not been for that, slavery would not have ended at that time. So when you know the history of it, it's really was, it was done for legitimate purposes. It wasn't done because people really thought black people were three-fifths of a person, Right. But yeah, but the left they try to spin that and try right. to and try to make it look like oh this is, he's talking they're talking about you black people. So John, let me ask you this: as a police officer, uh, or a former police officer, what do you what do, how do how do you look at it when they say that all police officers are racist, and especially if you're a white police officer? Well, you I know, mean, what goes through your mind when you hear that? Well, and, 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 and let me add this on to it, because and now you have this, this this hate group. I call them a hate group called BLM that's deliberately attacking police officers because it, it is it's straight up BLM versus police officers. And they try to say because of the injustice taking place. Well, all right, so look, let, let me start with this. There's a distinct difference from what happened in Minneapolis to what happened in Atlanta. Exactly. OK, that police officer in Atlanta should have never been charged. And the prosecutor who did it did it for one reason and one reason only. And I'm going to tell you what that reason was, because he knows that that person, that cop is not going to get convicted of first degree murder. He's going to get totally acquitted. Then he's going to come back and turn around and tell the public, I did my job. The system failed you. And there's going to be more civil unrest. Yeah, that's the motivation behind that. 
Okay, so we know this as clear thinking people. Um, BLM, as it as it stands now, is has nothing to do with injustices for the black history. It has everything to do with money going to the Democratic Party. It's a money laundering scheme for the DNC. When you go on that site and you click to donate, it goes right to Act Blue. And then last month alone, the Democratic Party gained eighty million dollars from BLM in donations. So there's a there's a problem with that. As far as when somebody says all cops are racist, I think that's just as ludicrous as saying all black people are criminals. I mean, that's just it's just stupid. <laughs> exactly. It's just it's, it's, you know what they do. The news loves to do this. You can have ninety nine point nine percent of the black community can be fantastic people, and the one tenth of one percent could be criminals. And all you see on the news is the guy walking out in handcuffs. You'll never see anything else. Yeah, exactly. 99.9% of the police officers do fantastic work. The one-tenth of 1% that does something stupid, all you're going to see in the news is that. So, of course, when you only see those kind of things in the news, you know, it's – it. look, there's a, there's a CIA um, uh, program called Operation Mockingbird, all right? Yeah. It goes back to the 60s. It's, it's done through television, right? And that's why they call TV programs program. They've programmed us for decades, that's part of the programming. We're going to program people into being so enraged with other people that they're going to fight each other while we just make a lot of money off of their back. Yep, absolutely. So I don't know if you can see the screen there, but um, there's this this there's a white lady right here. Have y'all seen that the mural that they put on the on the streets in various cities, and they have one in front of the White House, uh, Black Lives Matter. They put it on the street. Yeah. Uh, if I was President Trump, I would get that trash off the street. I'm serious. I would get that trash off the street if I was President Trump. Well, President Trump hasn't done it, but we have a woman, a strong white woman at that. I love this woman. Thank you for going out here and doing this. Now, I'm going to play this. Now, I apologize for any language that's in here uh, and have time to go through and get rid of it. So how we talked about this before, Will? Jay, Jay's all. No, I'm kidding. But now I, I so I want to I want to apologize up front now because I don't you know. But anyway, let me just go play. Listen to this. This woman is a, a, a hero. This is what you call a hero. This is what you call a strong American woman. No, I'm serious. What are you doing? Can you imagine how many of the anti-American, hateful BLM people that see this and a white woman painting over it? This narrative, that's what's wrong. This is awesome. The narrative of yeah, the narrative this of is brutality, awesome. the there narrative of brutality. oppression, the narrative of racism, it's a lie. It's a lie. This is racism is what it is. That's what it is. There is no oppression. He's correct. There is no racism. It's a leftist lie. It's a lie from the media, the liberal left. No, but you can be. You are the idiot in the scenario. He's just fucking New York. This is not happening in my town. So I think she just said it was New York. <laughs> no, she said you keep that stuff up in New York. It's not going to happen in her town. Oh, okay. <laughs> And I totally agree with her. Yeah, I dude, I com- I completely agree with this. I'm like upset because I didn't go out there and do it before her. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I mean, that trash need to be off the street. They're already throwing it in our faces. You can't go to any social media platform 
that's ran by leftists and not see this trash. You can't go to an NFL football game now without seeing this trash. You can't even go to NASCAR <laughs> without seeing this trash. You can't watch an NBA game without seeing this BLM trash. Yeah. I said no one wants Black Lives Matter here. That's what I said. Oh, really? All and you know the reason why they're not beating him up is because he's big, and they're not <clears throat> they're not going to touch anybody that looks like they can fight back. Right? Yeah. If she was there, yeah. If she was there by herself, they would be all over. Everybody, you watching this right now, share this far and wide. Everybody need to see this woman, this strong woman, doing the right thing for the American people. <laughs> Share this with everybody. Everyone needs to see this. This is a strong woman. See, this is this is the strong woman right here painting over this trash that's on the streets of America. You're not supposed to litter. And here she is. She's out here cleaning up the litter. Well, that's not right. And, and like the guy said, the media lies. I mean, uh, you know, to go back to CNN, look at what the interview that Chris Cuomo did with that gentleman from uh, St. Louis that was defending with his wife, um, his property with the AR-15 and, and the yeah. handgun. He actually asked him, he said, how do you feel being the face of political resistance uh, against Black Lives Matters? I mean, what kind of question is that? Uh, are you kidding me? That's the question that you asked this man? I, I don't know. Man, you, you know, you know, this propaganda, right? Because yeah. what they're trying to do is get these little hit pieces that they can use for their only uh, uh, election bids. That, that's the reason why they do that garbage. You know, they're talking, uh, and, and they were talking about charging that uh, that uh, that man and woman for protecting firearms for protecting their own property. Yeah, it's absurd. It's absurd. Stupid. And then, if you want to tie this into one of the primary reasons I'm on this show. See, what I would say is if I'm the police officer tasked with going to lock those two people up, at some point, my brother and sister officers has to tell their superiors, which would probably be the mayor of that city. No, I'm not doing it. They've done nothing wrong. I'm, this is, we're not going to politicize this and ruin these people's lives. They've done nothing wrong. If anything, they need to be protected because you, exactly. I guarantee, I guarantee the left right now trying to figure out who they are to dox them yep. to go through their home. Yep. I guarantee it right now. I yep. guarantee it because see that is the left we're talking about. The left, they are hateful, they're evil, they want to go and destroy this woman, and they're saying because her painting over this trash is that she's being racist. No, she's not being racist. If they would have put down all lives matter, she probably wouldn't be painting over it. See, this is how divisive the left is. They had a opportunity with George Floyd. To get everyone to come together in America to look at the different issues that we do have. But they didn't want to do that. They took that as an opportunity to divide and to be more divisive. That's exactly what they did. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And for me, I'm, I, I, I love the fact that she did it. I love the fact that she did it. Yes, me being a black man, get rid of that trash. If black, you know what, think about it like this. You constantly hear that black people say we want the same equal rights. You're constantly hearing saying black people, we want equality. You know, we want inclusion. Right. But yet they create a group that's excluding white people. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. Then they and then they then they have BLM to where they want to put black people on a different pedestal. 
Isn't that the problem in the first place? Yes. Because and then and then you have it. And what's really what's happening also is you have BLM taking white people and putting them on a pedestal because you have them saying that, oh, black people lives matter. Think about that. That's exactly what they're doing. They have it in their mind that white people are still better because you or we have to say this because we need to we need people to think about black lives. I mean, they're so well, divisive. And, and the reason being, it, it, kind of what you said earlier, when you talk about the difference between a liberal and, and a conservative, the, one of the main differences is liberals feel, conservatives think. Yes. Yeah. Th- th- this group of people can't think to the level that you just, what you just said, they can't think to that level. It doesn't dawn on them that doing what they're doing really is putting a white person on a pedestal and keeping black people inferior. That's exactly what they want, though. Yeah. And, and they're doing it without even knowing that they're doing it. Exactly and then right. when they constantly see more of the, the racial division that they are creating, they're like, well, injustice, black, black people don't have it like white people. And I, and I asked the question, I said, so give me an example of a black person that don't have it the same as a white person. Because we've had a black president. We have black millionaires in this country. We have black business owners in this country. We have black people that have vehicles, homes, insurance, jobs, money in the bank, can go watch a movie, you can buy can buy a TV for their home. So exactly what else do they need? And you know what it is? Let me just say this real quick. What it is, they want they want to make it to where black people don't have to work to get any of it. So then that way they can control them even more. I, I don't even believe it's that well. You know what? I believe that it's because of their uh, they're going after their feelings, trying yeah. to make their make them feel good about something, trying to give them uh, hope. And, and, and you know, you know the reason why I'm going down that line. That's what slave masters used to do with the Democrat with their slave uh, with their slaves on their plantation. Yep. They yep. will always uh, tell them, "Well, tomorrow you won't have to work as hard as you did yesterday, or or t- uh, tomorrow I'm going to make sure that you have an extra dessert." These are the same tactics that the Democrat plant uh, plantation masters did to their slaves when they were on the, when they were on the plantation. And, and let me say this to you guys: um, if you want to talk about a person who experienced real, true modern day racism and did not make himself a victim, worked and worked and worked and worked himself up to being a billionaire, you have to look no further than Christopher Gardner. All right, you know who Christopher Gardner was. He's the guy who Will Smith played in The Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That, that guy experienced real racism. And you know what he did? He just worked through it, bit his lip, and became a billionaire. That's how you pull yourself up. You don't worry about the nonsense. You make well, something yourself. Well, well they, I agree. But they don't want to go that route because they want, they want to tear down the country. Right. Yep. Because, see, doing that... That means people will be successful. That means people can only hold themselves accountable. And that's what energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
all. I mean, really, that's what it all comes down to. They don't want to hold themselves accountable. They want to be victims. And they want to blame everybody else but themselves for the predicaments that they're in. And then they wonder why, then they wonder why that they're not getting anywhere. Because reality doesn't work that way. You can't just blame everybody else for your mishaps. You can't blame everybody else because you don't have something. Because someone else has something and you don't. Because you think or you feel that you deserve something. No, you just because you feel it don't mean you deserve it. I mean, none of us. But see, like you said, they go off of feelings. Let me let me ask you this. So for me, and I've had this conversation when I'm out on the streets and I talk to multiple people, especially black people, and they tell me that this country is such a racist country. They say this country is terrible, and for especially for black people, they they always constantly say. Uh, I I found I saw a picture yesterday that said uh, "God bless America," <clears throat> and I shared that. I shared that on just about everywhere, and I even shared it with some family members. They didn't even reply back to that. Didn't even say nothing about it. Just like I know they saw it, but they completely just try to act like they ignored it. There's what is wrong with saying God bless America. See, black people are not in a bad predicament in this country. And when I'm out on the street and I'm talking to various people and people heard me talk about this before. And, and black people saying the country's racist, ra- the country's racist. And I and I asked one simple question. Name one <coughs> of the country on the planet where black people don't have it this well. Just one. And it kind of like look at me because there's no other country in America where black people can have the, the success that black people do. And it's not even just black people, but it's just people in general. It's people across the spectrum. But they're constantly saying that this country is racist and black people don't have anything or can't do anything. This is the greatest country. And they want to burn this country down. Yep. Well, they want to burn it down. And you're, you're right. Um, again, you know what? This Today, as we speak, there are countries in this world that still have slavery. Yep. And nobody talks about that. And if you brought it up to one of these idiots on CNN, they would just, you know, glide by it, wouldn't even address it, and they would go right back to how evil this country is. That's all. They, that's, that's their talking point. Well, you know what? That might be the case. There might be people being beat up and killed in, in other countries, but this country's evil. That's that's yeah. all they know. So yeah. that's that's uh, that's all they ever go with. That's all they ever go with. So I have something I want to play for you. This is this is how. Okay, so Americans, we Americans, we celebrate the Fourth of July, Independence Day, as a great thing for this country, to re- to remind all of us of our freedoms, right? Right. And 1776. Right. Correct. I mean, that's 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 what's in my mind. That flag, the American flag. Is a representation of that. When I lived overseas, when I lived in Germany and people and I remember talking to people that's never been to America, they would say they would see the American flag and they say, I want to go there. Yes. The land of the free. The land of the free. That is what the flag represents to everybody else in the world. But the left here, they hate America so much that they want to tear it down and destroy it. Look at this. This is how the left celebrates uh, 4th of July. Look at this. Horrible. I mean, they have this disrespectful. 
And they're not doing this for freedom of speech, mind you. This has nothing to do with freedom of speech. They're doing this because they want to burn America. This is this. Listen to him. Everybody, raise your fist. Raise your fist right now. Raise your fist. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Slavery, genocide, and war. Slavery, genocide, and war. Five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven, eight. America was never great. You hear that? See, that's the indoctrination. America was never great. Then why are you here? Why are they here? Get a one-way plane ticket out to any place on the planet in the middle of the ocean for all I care. Parachute, no life jacket or boat. Just get out. These people, I the, the from the crowd, I could tell that they're, that they're pretty much anywhere between eighteen to thirty years old, probably. And, you know, I feel bad for their parents because their parents are the same ones that thought that just saying time, are you going to get a time out, mister, was going to work for them. And these are the same kids that are going to be uh, doing the legislation here 20 to 30 years from now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm probably still going to be alive during that time. And we're, we're seeing exactly what we're in store for if we're still a country by that time. That's exactly right. And you know what? You guys remember back, I don't know. 15, 20 years ago, that, that American in Singapore that um, got caught vandalizing and they were going to give him the cane. Yeah. Remember that story? All right. Well, the backstory to that was he got caught like three or four other times before they decided to do that. And when they decided to do that, this kid's father got on, made a plea to the Singapore government and said, please don't beat my son. I'll come there and take the beating for him. My father would have called up and said, listen, I'm telling you right now, don't you dare touch that kid till I get there because I'm going to beat him for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, and and is, to your point, Jay, that's exactly why we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> no, because I mean, you know, President Trump, President Trump said that what ten years if you deface a a statue, a monument, right? And he, he even talked about a probably possibly a year in jail for burning the American flag. Now, it used to be. Burning the flag was saying, hey, I'm burning the flag because it represents the freedom that we have because of freedom of speech. You know, that's the story I heard. But today, as of today, the year 2020, when the left is burning the flag, they're burning the flag because they want to burn down America. Freedom of speech has nothing to do with it. No. I watched a video. I watched a video just the other day with Tucker and he was talking about, he was talking about the Republicans actually. And he's talking about the Republicans because they're not standing up to the Democrats. If we do not get off our backsides and address the issues, what the left is doing come November, we are going to regret it. Yes. I don't know how else to express it. I don't know if I could find the tallest mountain and get on it and scream it. I would. But we are at war right now. And if the Democrats have their way, they're going to cheat the November 2020 election. They're going to cheat. They're going to cheat. They are. And and I mean, seriously, and I put a I put a thing out on Twitter asking you know, liberals, if you could cheat 
the uh, November elections, knowing that this way you can make sure President Trump wouldn't win, would you still would you would you still cheat? Would you be okay with that? And then no liberals responded to it. I put it on Facebook and some liberals did respond to it, but they're saying that we don't have to cheat. Trump is going to lose. Knowing good and well, Trump is not going to lose. Of course not. They're going to cheat. They just can't even be honest with themselves. No. And look what happened uh, yesterday or the day before in, in the Senate. The, the, the like you talk about the strength of the of the Republicans. They've got no strength. These are weak people. They capitulated to all this nonsense. And apparently, what they're talking about now is they're going to um, enact legislation that's going to take away Columbus Day as a holiday and add Juneteenth as a holiday. Huh? Sickening. Sick. I mean. I, it, it, listen, I don't know enough about the holiday to understand, uh, you know, the meaning for the black community. But if it's that meaningful and it needs to be added as a holiday, add it as a holiday. Why do you have to take Christopher Columbus away? Well, here, here's the thing about it, John. And and, and, and see, this is what I, I shake my head at, at, you know, talking about making Juneteenth a holiday. Why didn't they do it under the Obama years? Exactly. Why didn't they do it when they had they, they not only had Congress. I mean, the House, they had the uh, Senate and they had the White House at the same time and they never did it. They never even talked about Juneteenth uh, during the eight years of beta male number 44 was uh, was in office. You know the reason why? Because it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter now. But because this is an election year, you're going to have uh, uh, nasty drunk Nana uh, Pelosi coming out kneeling uh, on the Congress floor with a Kente uh, 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 scarf on, which is from a oh, yeah. trading uh, group. That's yes. the reason why. And, and, and she did. I don't know if she uh, knew the reason behind that uh, that that cloth that she had on, or if she knew it's just say, okay, I don't care anyway, and wore it anyway. But this is just shows you how naive they are, and how naive the low information voters are that say, oh, look at there, they really do care for us. Yeah, they care for you every two to four years when you get ready to vote for them. That's exactly right. I, I have a saying in, in my book. I talk about that the Democratic Party has spoon fed people with arsenic and they're taking it with a smile on their face. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. with that. So I want to I'm going to play uh, I want to play another clip for you, for you gentlemen. And this is what BLM. And I think it's probably a mixture of BLM and the Black Panthers and Antifa. Right. And this is them wanting to bring physical violence to people that are not like them. Apologize for the language. So my question is, let's just for grins, let's just say this was a whole bunch of white men and white women out there saying just the opposite. The liberal media, the fake news, CNN, MSDNC, ABC, CBS, the Alphabet Network Soup Group, every last one of them would say, look at these white supremacists. But in this case, where, where are they? What do they say? They say nothing. It's like this is completely acceptable. What is wrong with this country? You know, 
it, it's not the country, and and, and it, it's not. I and you know, I, I would even venture to say that it's not the majority of people that are that's in this country. Uh, me and you both will live in the South, and 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 John does too. I have I have least problems out of out of my white neighbors than I do when I go and play basketball with guys that's half my age that's that's of the same color persuasion as me. And it's because of them being indoctrinated to think that this country is 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 the worst country uh, in the in the world. I even asked this one guy once before. It's it's been several years ago. I asked this one guy. I say, hey, I tell you what, name one country that you want to go to, and I give you a one way trip there. I'll pay for your one way trip there. I was called every denigrating name that you that, that you could think of, but yet he wouldn't name one country. You know the reason why? Because he just want to whine. He just want to act like a little baby because he can't get his way. That's mm-hmm. how most liberals are today. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly right. And and I, I I agree with Jay. I don't think it's necessarily the country. And, and in fact, I think the majority of people would agree with the the three of us. What you're what's getting highlighted in the media, which is as Mr. Trump says, and we all say the true enemy of, of the people. Yes. All you see is what you just showed. All you see is the negativity. Yes. All you see is the bad cop, the black person that got arrested, the mob over here, a white person that says happy, uh, you know, happy Fourth of July. That's racist. Colin Kaepernick says that the Fourth of July is a white supremacist holiday. And then that's OK. They can say that. I mean, that's what you get highlighted. So. What you're seeing is I don't really believe what you're seeing is what the majority of people believe, which is why Mr. Trump is probably going to win all 50 states and they're going to be the liberals heads are going to explode. How did this happen? Well, it happened because you're a bunch of morons and you don't you're not in touch with the people and your narrative is not being believed by a lot of people. And and, and think about it like this as well. Who in their right mind is going to vote for a pedophile that uh, that say that if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Who's going to who who say that uh, that uh, who has a son, a crackhead son that slept with his dead, uh, dead brother's wife and got a stripper pregnant? Who's going to who's in their right mind going to vote for that? Well, that, and that's the thing. Who in their right mind? There are people who are going to vote for him, but they're not in the right mind. <laughs> that's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. <laughs> I mean, Joe. He, Joe Biden himself not in his right mind. Right, but this is a guy who, was, who told that whole story. And the kids used to sit on my lap and they used to play with my, my leg hair. I, 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 do you hear yourself? I mean, I mean, have you heard the new one? I guess he divorced his wife. Who? Good afternoon, everyone. As uh, Lily already indicated, I'm Joe Biden's husband. Joe Biden. Oh, my God. Good afternoon, Oh, my everyone. God. As uh, oh Lily already indicated, I'm Joe Biden's husband. Joe Biden. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. As, uh, Lily- <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, come on. I mean, no, no, let me say this. Come on. I think are we all in agreement that dude is suffering from something, and them pushing him out there is elderly abuse. Can we? Can we? Can we all at least agree to that? Yeah, but see, here we can. But here's what they're planning. This is why what makes them so evil. As Jay used the word evil, and I've been saying for for many months now. Um, they've known for eons that this guy's got dementia or Alzheimer's or some kind of brain disease. They've known that. It's but getting worse. But their intention all along has been whoever his vice presidential running mate is going to be, their intention is if he were to win on January 21st, what you're going to hear the Democrats say is, oh, my God, we never realized how bad 
Mr. Biden yeah. is. He's just been diagnosed with with terminal, uh, you know, uh, Alzheimer's, and he's got three days to live. So we're going to have to. He's going to step down, and the vice president's going to take over. That's an all along. And, and you know what? Way. You know what? I I I hear you, but I have a different scenario. And I'm not saying what you're saying is incorrect because you're, you're probably, I mean, I've said that too, and it's probably on the money. I, but I have a different scenario where we're all concentrating on Joe Biden and they, and they got to know that he's suffering from something. Come on. Right. I mean, seriously, they, they got to know it. Right. So the other scenario and the only reason why I, I see this is because I said, in, and I told Jay, because I, when I sat in the, uh, the House chambers when they impeached President Trump, while we're paying attention to Joe Biden and who his VP pick is, where they don't want the rest of the country to pay attention to the people that's running for the House and the people that's running for the Senate. See, they already know. They saw President Trump was not going to get impeached back in November of 2019, back in September of 2019. They knew that the Senate was not going to impeach President Trump. So guess what happened in China in November and September of 2019? That's when the pandemic started because they knew it would take time to get here. And just so happened right after the Senate was done. The whole pandemic came about. Do you see the timing there? So what I'm getting to is that the, the Democrats in the House, they impeach President Trump simply based on a vote, not factual information of anything. So while we're paying attention to Joe Biden and the VPIC, they're paying attention to the House and the Senate. They don't want the rest of us to pay attention to that because if they win the Senate and keep the House, we're done. We're done. Oh, yeah. President Trump, they're going to vote President Trump out. We can all vote for President Trump. People may not like what I'm saying. And and because at that point, our votes are going to be our votes will become none and void. Yeah. Straight up. You don't have to. People don't have to believe me. I saw it take place in the House chambers. That's what I'm seeing. Now, do I want to be right? Absolutely not. I want the Democrats to just lose across the board. I want the Democrats to go away. But they're very conniving. Let me let me add a little bit to that, Will, because even if we get Republicans in the House and also in the Senate, you know what's going to happen? You're going to have some of these rhinos, some of these Democrats that's disguised as Republicans that's going to uh, vote on the Democrat side. Democrat side. I, I've I've already solved that uh, that yep. when we get people like Mitt Romney. When we get people like John McCain, when we get people yep. like that, and 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 when we when people do not research the people that they're voting for, what happened is is that you have people that say, "Oh, that's just NAR. Let's just vote straight ticket all down," not knowing that you have uh, Democrats that's crossing over to the Republican side because they know that they can't be uh, President Trump. That's what that's yeah. what's going to happen, right? And 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 well, to to kind of go along with what you said, if we lose the Senate and the trouble we're going to be in, I, I think at that point we have to go to what what Lincoln said. And, and Lincoln said, "We the people are the rightful masters of both Congress and the courts." Yes. Not, not to overthrow the Constitution, but to overthrow the men who would pervert the Constitution. So if that happens, I, I think it's going to be time for the American people to say enough is enough, and things need to be I, done. You know what? You know, you know, you're right, John, but my, my issue is, is that I don't think we need to wait until then. I agree. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, I, I, I'm not trying, I'm not asking for us to be, 
you know, to be to be violent. God forbid I want any of that violence to take place. But, dude, they're really edging it on. Right. They're really edging it on. We're, we're in the second civil war. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, no matter how pretty or how how bad people think it is. And constantly Jay and I both say it, it's going to get a lot worse. I mean, my God is going to get worse. We see it coming. We we all see the writing on the wall. And it's not something that we're just making up because we want people to watch and hear what we have to say. I'd rather be doing a hobby. I'd rather be building little uh, model boats to put on the water and put little motors in. I mean, that's a hobby I would like to do. Seriously. I would like to be fly- flying little model planes. That's a hobby, right? But we have bigger issues. It's like we don't have time to do that any longer. And and the way they're doing the whole pandemic, you can't even take the daggum boat to the little water because they quarantine off the little lakes because of the COVID nonsense, the whole pandemic. So they're flipping our country upside down. We're never going back. And and I've had conversations with people and it was like, oh, Will, Will, you're fear mongering. You're fear mongering. America is going to go back. I'll just give it a couple of weeks. Go ahead and go back. We're open. We're getting ready to open. This is before the last time we were getting ready to open, right? We're getting ready to open. It's going to be fine. And then I asked some people, and then I asked the same person that I was talking to. I was like, so I'm still waiting on when you said it was, because I want that person to be right. I mean, I really do, because we benefit more as Americans, all of us as a whole, if we if we do open back up and everyone's working again. I mean, we all benefit from it. That's how it works. That's how the economy works, right? If everyone is flourishing, we all benefit. But as long as they have politicians and we have the liberal media doing what they're doing, I hate to say this. Now, I don't want to be right, but America is not going back. And I gladly would accept I would gladly accept that not to be the case. But I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to myself and pretend that what is going on is not happening. Well, and you're exactly right. Well, um, I'm quite certain that. In December of 1958, there were two Cuban guys sitting in a cafe saying, I'm a little concerned about this, this, you know, this Castro guy. Yeah. But if he takes over, eh, it'll only be a couple of years and then we'll go back to the way it was. I'm quite certain in 1995, there were two people sitting in a cafe in Venezuela saying, what do you think about the Chavez guy? You, well, I'm a little concerned about him, but if he goes a little too far over the top, we'll get our country back. Don't worry about it. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Yeah, it, it it definitely, and you know, I'll, I'll put it on the spiritual side. When you when you have such uh, blindness of Christians that do not want to put on their whole armor that God has uh, placed, you know, God did not give us this armor just so it can sit up in a uh, uh, display case and say, "Look at that armor and look how shiny it is." Thank God you. God gave us this armor because He know daily we got to we have to withstand the the wiles of the devil. That's what Ephesians six twelve say. If we do not have on our armor. We let we get lackadaisical. We get uh, nonchalant. We get all ignorant as far as what's going on. You know, I don't watch I don't watch news on purpose. I do that because my focus is on what God is saying in his word. And when I see things and when I hear things that's happening, I can automatically say, oh, well, that's just another trick of the devil. And I'm not going to fall for it. That's the reason why I have a lot of a lot of so-called Christians that got upset with me when they first started talking about uh, churches are going to be closed during COVID. I'm like, do you guys not see what's going on? Mm. What's, what's happening is, is that you give the devil this much. He's going to take this much. And the reason why he's going to take this much is because you giving him the uh, the accolade. 
the acquiescence to do this. Yep. And in this case, that's giving this much to the left. Yep. That's exactly right. And listen, you know, Jay, to your point, I'm, and, and as you're telling me this, what comes to mind is, is Matthew 1032. What, what do they say? Those who acknowledge me before man, I will acknowledge before God in heaven. Those who deny me, I will deny to, to, the, to the creator, right? Yeah. So it, it's the same principle. I mean, these people who are closing their eyes to it, all this stuff, in, in, a, in a very large sense of the word, they're denying God. Because God's giving us the information yes. that we need. But yes. they're, they're yes. just closing their eyes to it. After, yes, that's exactly what it is. They are denying God. Uh, we talked about how they reject God, and this is this is the spiritual battle that we're seeing. I mean, it's it's so crazy that we're actually seeing this take place. You know, you would think like, and I've I mentioned this before too. The stuff that we're talking about, you you would read like in a novel, right? You they would make up a movie and like have this, and, and we have all this stuff going. We have the pandemic going. We have earthquakes still going on. People are not talking about that. You have locusts that were tearing up Africa, moving yep. into India. We have wars and rumors of wars. We have famine and pestilences taking place on the planet. All of these different things taking place right now. It's like someone's writing a script for a movie for the end times. But yet, guess what? We're living that. Yes. Mm-hmm. How I mean, no, no time, no other time in history have we've had all of this stuff happening on a global scale and talking about the violence that we're seeing. The violence is not just in the streets of America. The violence is happening across the world. Yeah. People are being violent against law and order. They don't want civility. They want the chaos. And it's happening across the planet. And that's why I say that it is leading up to the Antichrist. I truly believe that the Antichrist is alive and well on the planet right now. He's alive and well on the planet right now. More of this chaos is going to intensify. Jay keeps calling it. Wait till next week. I mean, today's Sunday. Wait till next week or the end of this week. I mean, it's going to be so. and, And Jay keeps saying it. We're just getting into the summer. Yep. It's going to be something tomorrow. It's going to be something within the next three days that's going to make what's happened last week looks like child play. I yeah. guarantee you that. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's like they have to do something else to to keep all the insanity going. So, and they'll never they'll never stop. I mean, let, let's let's just assume for a minute the next couple of weeks all the violence stops, and we we the three of us I'm sure are on the same page as far as this pandemic. You're never going to hear another thing about COVID after November fourth. You're not going to no, hear you it. All. You are. But, but what's going to happen is when, when Mr. Trump gets reelected, the next thing is going to be, well, we just got uh, and that NASA just told us that they got a, a radio communication from the Andromeda galaxy and the Maserites from from this planet here are coming down and, and they're going to they're going to take over Earth if we don't impeach Trump. That's so <laughs> Because I mean, they don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm just waiting for them to play uh, play the climate the climate uh, the man made climate change uh, somewhere in all of this. Uh, that's yeah. that's what I'm waiting. No, they already have. Oh, even hey, even know, the pope. Week, where was I that week? <laughs> even even the pope came out and saying that a lot of yeah. this pandemic is due to the climate, not people not paying attention to the climate change. I remember that. So you're talking about a virus that was generated in a lab in Wuhan, China has something to do with the climate change. Explain that one. But anyways, Hey, John, thank you for so much for coming on with us. 
Uh, it's been a great honor and a pleasure. I love you when you come on and have the conversation. You need to do this more often with us, John. Absolutely. I, I enjoyed it. I yeah, so I'm a, so I'm a, I'm gonna uh, read some of these. I don't know if you want to hang out with this, John, still, but I'm gonna read yeah. some of these. Uh, is this okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'm, so there might be something in here that you uh, want to address too. So I'm gonna read some of these uh, comments that came across uh, in the uh, on uh, YouTube here. <clears throat> and John, what what I like to do, I like to acknowledge the people that uh, that contribute to what we're doing here, and I want to say thank you to Pamela on cash app and manny man you know manny dude uh dude manny i love you uh <laughs> thank you so much on cash app and let me see on on a let me see on d live i want to thank uh karen and three more thank you on d live karen is awesome too okay on youtube let me say this adam thank you for sponsoring the broadcast same to you kathy uh jeffrey thank you so much for the donation so Kevin, I've been reading, Kevin's been putting some stuff out here. So I appreciate it, Kevin. Uh, one, one question Kevin says is the reason why police are lighting up their vehicles, their own cop cars on fire is to make it look like we need military war in the U.S. Now, I did see one video where police officers were standing on top of the vehicle I did see the one video where there was a police officer that left the car, but it's not to the extent what he's suggesting here. He's suggesting that the police officers throughout the entire country are doing it. And that's not true. And how do we know that these were not just people in a police officer uniform? You know, I mean, so there's a lot of questions there, right? We can assume that it's police officers doing it, what he's doing. So can we not assume that it's just someone in a police officer uniform doing it? Doesn't it go both ways? Certainly. Right. So, but thank you for the donation. Uh, Sam, thank you so much. Manny, wow, thank you. Uh, Kevin has another one on here. He said, the reason why police tamper with gas lines, and I saw, and, and gas lines remove, uh, remove everything they really want before giving police stations to Antifa is what? So there was a video where a guy, supposedly a police officer that was spray painting and he was doing something to the, uh, to the gas line there again. How do we know he was an actual police officer? And on top of that, if he was a police officer, you're talking about one case. And it made me think about uh, firemen, you know, because there have been cases where firemen, they need a fire, they need a fire. So they'll go out and start the fire. So they have a fire to put out. There's been that as well. And not and police officers are still just human. So to blame all cops for something that a police officer has done is completely wrong. And you mentioned that earlier, John. You yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, you can't. Th th not everybody should be a cop. Now, like you said, these people might just be regular people in, in a cop's uniform, or it may, it may be just a bad cop. And and there are such things, but that doesn't mean the entire profession. Exactly. Yeah, and not everybody black is a criminal. But right. it's just so happened to be 52% of the most violent crimes that take place in this country are done by black people. 52%. When black people only equal almost right around 13%. Look at that number. They don't want to talk about that. But anyways, uh, thank you again, Jeffrey. Drew, uh, wait a minute. <clears throat> Kevin had another one in here. 
Uh, Kevin says no one really believes racism is a problem in America. So let's not waste time on that. There, you know, the racism that is in America comes from, from the, the Democrat left party, from the Democrat party. It comes from the Democrat party. Uh, thank you, Jeffrey. Drew, Drew says we need to defend we need to defund. Sorry, let me get let me get this right. We need to defund, and I completely agree with him, the Democrat Party. I agree with that. I love that idea. I love that idea. I mean, if you want to get rid of racism, you want to get rid of everything that was for racism, that was driving racism, driving slavery, start with the Democrat Party. Absolutely. So they don't want to, yeah, they don't want to talk about that. Isn't that amazing? Get rid of statues, but don't get rid of the party that supported slavery. Yeah, I said that like two weeks ago. I put that out on a post. I said, you know, if you really want to end the the uh, one organization that, that's just symbolic of all racism, just disband this, the, the Democratic Party and case closed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Kevin, Kevin's been like blowing it up in here. I really do appreciate it, Kevin. Let's see what Kevin says. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, pretty well known. The communists are the United Nations agenda george floyd's brother said it himself i would agree the united nations they are a bunch of communists i completely agree uh and george floyd's brother did say that he was saying we need to bring peace he was actually speaking out against what the blm is doing but anyways i digress he goes on to say uh ask him to yeah uh asking them to invade us meaning the the u.n um, how do we fight a war against the U.N.? Actually, a lot of people don't think about this, and I keep thinking about this myself. Do you know the day that they Nancy Pelosi got behind that podium and said, okay, now we're going to impeach President Trump? It was the same day President Trump was talking to the United Nations. President Trump could not walk out of the building before Nancy Pelosi got behind that podium and said okay now we're going to impeach president trump so somebody or the entity at the un pulled the trigger and got the democrats to go ahead and initiate the impeachment against president trump mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't even recognize that i guess i, I recognize it because i look at the timing of all this craziness yeah uh kevin also says uh only states that a uh, that a oil and mineral rich are severely affected by the virus. Maybe the virus lives uh, oil. Maybe the virus lives in oil wells. <laughs> uh, it's something to think about. But you know, uh, thank you again, Jeffrey. Jeffrey says uh, you all are great Americans. Trump twenty twenty. Hey, Amen. Yeah, thank, thank you for that. Man, Kevin's like all in here. Kevin says, uh, compare a map of the oil in a mineral rich American, mineral rich America to uh, <clears throat> serve COVID-19 areas. There might be something to that. I have to go look at that, actually. Um, he goes on to say, um, Trump is sneaking federal money to California to fund contact tracing. I don't agree with that. Why why would he have to sneak the money there? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, I mean, I'm not sure why he would have to sneak the money. And besides the 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 liberal democrats 
want contact tracing because that means surveillance for every single man, woman, woman. and child. And if, so, if uh, President Trump was even involved in something like that, you better believe that they'll be blowing that all up over CNN. And oh, all yeah. Lamestream news media. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He goes on to say, why did BLM call for the invasion of the United Nations? This is terrorism funded by us on us. Well, the United Nations is not us. Because um, President Trump said we will always be and forever will be a sovereign nation, and the Democrats don't like that. No, that's part of the reason why they the uh, the the UN. I, I truly believe the UN pushed the Democrats to start the impeachment hearing. That's my belief. And 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 you know, you know what? Uh, well, if they follow the money, the person who's funding over two hundred anarchist groups is George Soros. So, so that's where you need to yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Rudy says five bucks for five minutes of sanity. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. And con- uh, Kevin again says contact tracing is actual slavery. It is going to be tracking everybody where you're going. Um, let me see. Amazing redhead. All right. Uh, it says, thank you for all you do. Uh, Will and Jay. Um, love the work you do. Uh, I'm slowly working on my beastie who's black. Okay. Bestie. I, Best, I be, my besties who's black. And if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. <laughs> Occasionally send her podcast uh, from uh, you guys. <clears throat> don't want uh, to pre- uh, preach. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Uh, Myron, thank you so much. And Amy, Will, Jay, Jermaine, and guests. Jermaine's not with us today, and Jamal's not with us, but thank you so much. Uh, you're a blessing to the YouTube and to the country. God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you so much. Kevin, again, he says, don't lie to me. This is what Kevin says. Don't lie to me. Uh, and call this a civil war because the UN and Black Rock terrorizing our country. I'm not sure what Black. Maybe maybe are you talking about Black Block? Because I know that's there's a group, but I've never heard of Black Rock. Uh, I know BLM is terrorizing the country. Yeah, I was about to say that's a strange way of saying Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I know they're terrorizing the country, but there is a civil war. And the civil war, actually, the second, the Civil War 2.0, my opinion, started on the Internet when they're trying to break down communication as well. Wanda, thank you so much. And uh, Amra, if I'm saying it right, always support as always. Thank you so much. Proud Patriot USA. Uh, Don't forget to vote out rhinos as well 100 percent. we don't need any more romney uh justice roberts and other established lackeys with no spine no backbone weak in the need i 100 agree uh kevin your man and you're like all over the place but thank you uh, i believe a lot um i believe a lot are in fact un or black rock agents and not authentic police. So, uh, may, have you ever heard of that John BlackRock? Because he's kind of, I'm, I'm assuming that he's saying there's something with the dealing with police. I've never heard of that. So, uh, maybe, 
And I, I never, yeah, I never heard of it. So, uh, Robert says, "Thanks for speaking the truth." Defund hatred. Yes, defund the Democrat Party. I agree. I added the Democrat Party because that's the hatred one. Then. Okay, <laughs> uh, Jan, thank you so much, and Rick, uh, thank you so much. I don't identify by race. I identify as a Christian. God bless the four J's. Thank you, Rick. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I do, too. I identify as Christian. I, I, I have a saying that I say I don't identify by race. I, I identify by grace. Mm. Yes, sir. Yep, absolutely. And since we're thanking people, let me uh, let me get a few a few in there. Amy Williams, uh, Susan Gorsline, John Salas, Manny Martinez. Thank you for the cash app donation. And also thank, hold on, thank Silvio Trujillo, and that's it for uh, for PayPal. Thank you very much for the uh, donation, you guys. I really do appreciate it. All right, well, cool. I think we're at the end because uh, Jason, like, man, well, you know, you know, I gotta go. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, John, like I said, thank you so much for coming on with us, sir. Um, I love to get the perspective as a police officer. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure they're the, the leftist anti-American hateful group known as BLM. They're going to do something else and something else is going to happen to yep. more police officers. So I would love to bring you back on again and get your, your view and your insight on that. My pleasure. So, well, one thing that we always do before we uh, before we bounce is uh, Jay will say a prayer. And if we could get Jay to do that and then we'll call it a night. With pleasure. <clears throat> Father, in Jesus name, Lord, uh, I, I indeed give you all honor and glory for who you are, Lord. And regardless of whatever problems we have here in the United States of America, Father, Lord, I still thank you, Lord, for allowing me to be blessed be living in the most blessed country in the United in, in the world, Lord, and and I, I don't say I don't say that uh, flippantly, Lord. I don't say it out of sarcasm, Lord. We are the blessed country here in the world, Lord. Yes, we Lord. have people that are dying to get here, and Lord, regardless of how the Democrats try to portray this country to be some type of racist nation, Lord, you have allowed this nation to prosper, Lord. You say that the when the righteous are involved. Uh, when the righteous are in charge, Lord, the the uh, the nation prospers. But Lord, we mourn as a people when evil are are involved is in charge. Lord, yes. I pray, Father, right now, Father, Lord, that that the light will continue to be shed on those evil people, Father. Lord, I pray, Father, Lord, not for revenge, not for a uh, war, Father, but Lord for justice. Lord, you are the God of justice. Lord, you're the God of law and order. And people hate law and order. So in turn, they're showing that they hate you. Lord, I pray, Father, Lord, that that people will realize if they call themselves Christians, they need to open the eyes of their heart so that they can see you. They can see how they're upsetting you, how they're shaming you. Lord, we need to stop playing these games, Father, and realize, Lord, that we are right, right in the middle of a spiritual war. Yes. Lord, it, it, it was a spiritual war way before it became a civil war. And that's what we're involved in more than anything else. And yes. Christians need to put on their whole armor right now. I pray, Father, Lord, for this show. I pray, Lord, for John. Father, I pray, Lord, for uh, Will. I, could, I pray, Lord, that you will continue to protect us. 
I pray, Father, Lord, that you will continue to give us wisdom. I pray, Father, Lord, that you will continue to uh, give us the strength to stand on your word more than anything else. Lord, I also pray for President Trump. I pray, Father, you will continue to protect him. I pray, Father, Lord, you will continue to give him wisdom. And I pray, Father, Lord, he will submit himself to you to use that wisdom right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, we give you all honor and glory. Amen. 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 Awesome. All right, everybody. See you tomorrow, 9 Central. God bless. The world. Only one name has power over. There is power in one name that is above all name. On this one name, all things can be done. No other name has brought so much joy and so much comfort to the world. Only one name has power over the heavens and the earth. You can call on this one name and all of the angels will hear you. Every knee will be on the ground for the one with this name. The one with this name paid the ultimate price for us all. The one with this name is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the King of Kings. The one with this name, Jesus. This is Will Johnson here. Thank you for listening. Please head on over to UniteAmericaFirst.com and support me today. I am listener supported. God bless. You know, if you work for a company for years before COVID came along and they let you go, you might have left some treasure behind. Your old 401 or IRA could be worth thousands and it's still working for the firm, not you. So if you're a bit uncertain about what the future holds right now, you should call the team at Noble Gold, 877-646-5347. And if that's not incentive enough, with each qualified IRA, you'll get a solid silver five ounce Apollo coin free. So it's worth jumping on the phone right now and calling 877-646-5347. That is 877-646-5347. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.